Kitchen Ice Boys, Gordon Ramsay is our dad. Kitchen Ice Boys, Gordon Ramsay is our dad. Oh no! Welcome to Kitchen Nice Boys, the spooky edition. I'm your host, Austin Bones. And I'm your uh, uh, I'm your co-host, Shane and Sco. No, it's a ghost. <laughs> Guys, welcome to this. It's October already. It's here. It's happening right now. You can smell it in the air. All the spooks. All the, not in a racist way, all the uh, ghosts and all the goblins and all the cool stuff that's out there. And all of those are also not in a racist way. Also not in a racist um, way. You can smell the pumpkin spice just falling off the trees. Pumpkin spies. Um, they're like secret agents made of pumpkin. Pumpkin spies. Starbucks had a new drink that Alyssa let me try the other day. It's like a hazelnut frappuccino that's got like salted caramel on top. I don't know. It was pretty dope. It was really, really good. Yeah, Caitlin got that the other day. It tastes like every other frappuccino I've had. Oh, well, (laughs) (laughs) I was asleep when she got it. She brought it home and put it in the freezer. So I woke up. So it was kind of like a Starbucks frosty. And I had a good time with that. Why don't Starbucks sell frosties? Why don't every restaurant just get a hold of Wendy's and everybody makes Frosties? That sounds like a great plan. Hey, we got a special announcement. Tell us. Uh, so, Wednesday is Halloween. Not this uh, Wednesday, but right. Halloween falls upon a Wednesday this year. Correct. So that means that Kitchen Nice Boys is going to have a Halloween spooktacular. So mark your calendars for Halloween because you're getting two episodes that day. You're getting two episodes for you're the Halloween spooktacular. <laughs> We're going to do a normal boy episode <laughs> of of uh, Kitchen Night Bombs. And then we're going to do a special Halloween special that we're not going to tell you what's going to happen yet. We just want you to know that if you get two episodes, it's not a mistake. Right. We will tell you that we're going to be reviewing a Halloween movie. So just get ready for that. And we're not going to tell you what it is till it comes out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Just get ready. and, And we'll send you a link on our Twitter on how to watch it. So you can watch the thing, because there's some people that uh, wa- uh, listen to our program and then watch the episode to see how accurate we are. So oh, I didn't know that's that. Pretty cool. I feel bad about that yeah. because yeah, there because I don't know if you remember episode seven. We didn't even really talk about it that much. Right, but here's the thing: if you're listening to this podcast to get like information about kitchen nightmares you're listening to the wrong podcast (laughs) well the thing about what you just said is the thing about what you just said is we're the only kitchen nightmares podcast so we're really the only source you have and if you you know if you like it or not you know um this isn't the place to get it definitely the best (laughs) we're the best kitchen nightmares podcast this isn't the place and to get... simultaneously, we're the worst. <laughs> this isn't the place to get that information, but it's the only place you got, so you kind of got to deal with it. Uh, yeah, at this point. Suck it. Man. I don't know why I did that. So it's spooky time. I'm real excited. I'm going to a couple haunted houses this year with my in-laws I'm very excited about. Um, we're going to one up in, I don't exactly know where, in Ohio, but it's... Shane, it's like in a cave. You like go like eighty feet down, and it's like underground in a cave, Whoa. and it's like three miles long. Wow. And that's that sounds well, terrible. Yeah, it's. I'm excited I for that like one. I don't like that at all. And I think we're gonna hit up uh, the the Dent Schoolhouse again. That's like a pretty famous one. It's uh, like it's been on the Travel Channel. It's uh, in Cincinnati, and it's a really awesome haunted house. I love it. We went like two it's years ago. It's pretty scary, right? Yeah, it's well. I mean, so here's the thing, I I. 
I get scared easy. So, but you know, I love going. I love getting scared. It's a lot of fun. But um, I went and I got scared quite a bit. Now, my father-in-law, who is the just he's the man, he didn't get scared at all. But I was in the front of the group. You know, he was in the back of the group. So I definitely got a lot of scares being in the front. That sounds really scary. I don't like caves. I get scared really easily. Like super, like, you know when people like come up behind you and go, bah! Yeah. Jump every time. I'm a jumpy boy. Um, my girlfriend is not. She makes fun of me in haunted houses. Um, and like two years ago, it was my first ever Halloween Horror Nights. And I got real scaled and I would woo like Ric Flair every time I'd get scared. So we'd be in the middle of a haunted house and then a spooky boy jump out real bad. And then I go, woo. And, um, that's awesome. We're going to go this year because there's a stranger things house. Yes. I wish I could go, man. I'm obsessed with stranger things. Yeah. I want to see it so bad. The pictures online look really cool. I know. I tried not to look, but I still did. Well, I mean, um, if you follow them on Instagram or whatever, like they post about it pretty often, so. Right, and like all the kids were there for like the opening and stuff, and. Yeah. It's pretty cool, but uh, I'm really excited for that. I'm not excited for the other houses. I heard there's one that's like the scariest house they've ever done. I don't remember what it's called, but I don't really care because I don't really want to go in that one. But I know I'm gonna be made to go in that one, and uh, yeah. I love Halloween the Horror Nights. I love the theatrics of haunted houses. I love the set design. I love all of it. I think it's so super cool. I wish, I mean, I would love to participate in something like that. I don't know. It just like I don't know that I would want to haunt. It's that's a lot of work, but uh, to be able to build it and stuff like that, it's so neat. I get right, scared of but stuff like, too. Being like, but like, um, do you mean like haunt, like build a set, or like become a ghost and actually haunt a building? Like, I feel uh, like that's probably pretty easy. Well, yeah, I guess becoming a ghost is the easiest route, but I'm talking <laughs> about uh, being an actor uh, in the haunted house, dressing up as a ghoul or goblin uh, and trying to spook people. I, I did that once before as a grown adult, and it was one of the worst decisions I ever made. To be a spooky boy? We went. We did this haunted house. It was like the first year Alyssa and I had got married, and my sister was working at a haunted house, so we got to go in for free, and it was fun. Uh, it was like on the lower end. It's here local uh, to Knoxville, and it was okay, but you could volunteer for free, right? Yeah. So we volunteered, and we did it like one weekend, one night. We did it one night because didn't want to do it after that. Uh, I but get that. The, they were like kids there like act like other actors that were like thought they were cool or something i don't know that like attitudes big with me so like if you just like like we were talking about last week if you just got a bad attitude like dude i'm done with you if you have no integrity i have zero use for you uh so there were kids just acting like that and like they told us what we could and could not say like there were lines that we had to stick to it was really it was just like the worst experience i ever had and i hope that somebody that um goes to that place listens to this and i hope you know that you need to do something else with your life or change what? make you s- changes it you suck so stop yeah it was not good it was not fun so i would love to like construct a haunt like help build it and you know you know place actors here and what's going to happen here and like, develop like do like the set design for a haunted yeah. house yeah yeah i'm that would be I'm, really cool yeah i would love to do all of that um but yeah, dude, I get scared too. I get, I get, I'm so scared. I run through those, dude. I am the worst. I one of the actors told me that I'm worse than some of the girls that come through there. I get so scared, dude. But I love it. Like I, I hate can't help. it. <laughs> I hate the feeling of being scared. I don't watch scary movies. I watched Alien for the first time last week. Oh gosh. And I hated it. You cried during the chest bursting scene. No, I knew that was coming, so I wasn't skilled. But if I like had to, um, I wasn't skilled. If I had, I wasn't skilled. <laughs> um, but if I, <laughs> if I, if I like didn't know that was coming, I probably would have been pretty skilled. Uh, 
there was a list that came out from I think Bravo did like uh, 100 scariest movie moments of all time, and that one is number two. What's uh, number one? Jaws, uh, the very beginning of Jaws, uh, the woman I getting eaten. I don't think Jaws. I don't Jaws. Yeah, is scary. I don't. I think for the time, is is they kind of like. It came out in 2004. I listened to a podcast about it. Uh, this Bravo show did of the hundred scariest moments. So it doesn't have anything recent, which, you know, there's James Wan did great with all those insidious and conjuring and all that. The conjuring is a terrifying movie. I, I, that movie scares me. I don't me. like demons. Um, it, you know, but you know, uh, enough about the scary movies, something else really exciting happened this week in the music world. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The Carter Five dropped. Yeah, Lil Wayne's new album dropped. And it did you get Small to listen Wayne to Wayne dropped album. Yes I did. I loved it. Yeah, I listened to the whole thing. Like I was like um on my route that night and I stopped at the gas station and I like checked Instagram and I saw that it had dropped and I like freaked out and listened. Like there's twenty four songs on that album. Uh yeah. And I listened to the whole thing. So He had to be like this hiatus, like because he hasn't put out an album in what five years six years something like so that. so he announced the carter five saying that it would be his last solo album in 2012 um and then he yeah. went through that big debacle with cash money and that's why it wasn't released it wasn't his fault because he was in the legal battle with birdman and they cash money wouldn't release the record Mm-hmm. it's been done then, for a like, while yeah, but I also feel like he's probably like been working on it constantly because you could hear it. You could like hear the years on it. Yeah, the, the in Mona Lisa, I think Kendrick makes or either Wayne or Kendrick makes like a Kobe reference, <laughs> and Kobe quit playing basketball at this point. Uh, what, but like he was two, still pl- three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a it's a you know there's like little stuff like that, but it's, it's little it's dated pretty, references. Yeah, it's still it's, a really cool album i enjoyed it a lot yeah i'm bummed that it's uh, that like he's done after this well i think feature though yeah yeah Yeah, i'm sure he will but i mean it was Mm -hmm. it was great and then something else we were mad about you you texted me about and we're kind of furious because kanye had said he was gonna drop his album saturday the 29th uh snl and then he does snl and then no album i'm mad about it i'm mad at you kanye I know you listen to this. You're a big fan. Um, Enemy of the podcast, Kanye West. We're calling <laughs> you out. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, no, we like. I like Kanye. I don't really agree with everything he does, but I like his mucus. Yeah, after you text me, I downloaded a lot of St. Pablo and re-listened to some of it just because I was like bummed out. Because um, I did yeah. want the new album. I wanted it. Because it's called Yandi, which is a reply to Yeezus, correct? It's not a reply. It's just like... It's like uh, the sequel to Yeezus. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he... <laughs> did you see his SNL performances? No, I did not. I watched them today. The second one was really good, but the first one was he... I don't know if you know that he put out a song with Small Pump. Yeah. Um, I did. And, I'm, uh, I'm so a they big did little it, pump they head. Did, they did a censored version of that song oh because goodness. there's a lot of cussy boys in it. Uh, so they said, uh, like, you're su- you're such a freak, I love it. That was what they said instead. Yeah. You're, or no, you're such a freaky girl, I love it. Something like that. But Small Pump was dressed like a bottle of, like, Fiji water. And then... Uh, and Kanye West was dressed like uh, Perrier. <laughs> Lil, Pu- Lil Pump was there? Yeah. So he's out of jail then? Lil I Pump- guess. Nice. But he was there, yeah. Lil- Small Pump was there. It's nice you knew, to know. You knew he wasn't going to be in jail that long. Like, he's got the money to place Bell. Like, he's got shooters out there. Sure, but st- I don't think that's the correct term. Uh- <laughs> I don't know what shooters are. I think it's someone that defends you, but, I mean, once you get in jail, you can't really get no more defense. I mean, you're kind of done at that point, huh? I guess so. Maybe. I don't know. I thought shooters to me is, I th- <laughs> in my head, it's like an online term, people that just defend someone online. I got sh- I got, I got, some keyboard warriors out here taking care of me when people talk <laughs> smack. <laughs> no, but I think, like, the actual meaning is, like, 
you got people on you got like a gang on your side that like if someone starts talking crap you might get gacked. Yeah. Talk crap you might get gacked. Yeah, you talk a bunch of ship you might get wrecked. Well, is there anything else you've been into this week or what you um, do or So like you were talking about how you don't like actors for actors. the most part. Like you, you were talking about those kids being actors and stuff. In the haunted oh. house. Oh yeah. Thinking okay. they're hot snot. Well, guess what? Your boy is now an actor. <laughs> oh yeah, but that's different. That's way different. Yeah. Um. So I am doing theater. <clears throat> yeah, that's awesome, man. I'm gonna play the angel Clarence in "It's a Wonderful Life" at the Moonlight Players Theater in Claremont, Florida. If you guys want to check it out, I'm gonna tweet the link to buy tickets and like. If you want to see me in a play and you're in the area, come holla at your boy. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, the cast is really great. The director's really great. I kissed the director in real oh, life. Oh, gosh. So, uh, but she didn't cast me, so it's not nepotism. She didn't even want me in the show because she didn't want people to think that she was like picking favorites. But like the rest of the crew was like, no, she's really good. He's super good. Put him in the show. And I was like, I've never acted before. But I am also like a bag of charm because when you're fat, you got to find something. Sure. So, <clears throat> so like the charisma, like the charisma train is like has left the station. You know, I'm just like excited we, to do it. We heard it from another podcast, but I'm sh- it popped up on my timeline the other uh, for last year when we posted the pic- our selfies on Facebook and and told everybody else that they're lucky that we're fat because if we weren't because we're just. Yes. We're so handsome now, but if we weren't if fat, we were, if, if we if we weren't so fat, like everybody would be pregnant. Like you, oh, no. I would like, like I wouldn't be able to help it because I could just wink at somebody and then give them a baby. That you know we would we would just we would kill all, all the games, whatever you want to mean by that. Uh, but it, lucky, man, that's awesome. You're fat. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. Uh, I love the movie. I know you hate old stuff, but Do It's a Wonderful Life stuff. is like my favorite movie. Um, That's cool. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so go see it. Come see me at the Moonlight Players Theater in Claremont, Florida. Uh, the first two weekends of December... Yeah. Uh, there's matinees on Sunday. We're gonna keep advertising this every week until it happens. Go support Unless your I boy. Drop out because I suck. No, you're gonna do. <laughs> no, great, I'm gonna man. be great. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm gonna it's have so much fun. I'm so happy you get to do that. I did plays in high school and I loved it, and it's a lot of fun. So yeah, it is. Awesome, and like, man. I love attention. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> Everybody's gonna awesome. watch me. So. It's going to be really cool. I'm happy, and I'm glad you get to do that. Yeah. Come see me, Austin. I'm just I kidding. Will. You don't have I'll to come down to. here. I'll try to make it That'd be there. cool if you did. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, come down. You said the first two dope. weekends in December? Yeah. That'll be right after my Vegas trip. I, I will try to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If like if you can't do it, like I totally understand. No. God is Are God you going to Vegas for Thanksgiving? Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, we try to. Or I don't think I went last year. I went two years ago. Alyssa went last year. We try to go. It's a lot of fun. Right. So there's a little bit of local news uh, for the Orlando area. Yeah. They opened a Taco Bell cantina, and I can't wait to go. Because they, they do have the cantina in Vegas. I have been to it. It's so much fun, dude. You're going to love it. It's so cool. I cannot wait. I'm really yeah. excited to go. The Vegas I wonder one, if it's going to be different than yours. It probably will. Well, it's not mine. It's Vegas's. Well, the one um, you've been to. <laughs> the the Vegas one is two stories tall, right? So you walk in. They have a live DJ like every night, like just like blasting That's music awesome. upstairs. Yeah, uh, they got. I don't know how to explain it, but um, <clears throat> it's like really tall lava lamps. Also, um, <laughs> so uh, there. Um, I was looking the other day with some friends on maybe getting like the world's tallest lava lamp just because I wanted to see like how big it was. Um, and 
Talislav Lamp, it costs $5,000, so if we have a donor out there that's willing to get us $5,000, but it's eight foot tall, and <laughs> it's a giant lava lamp. Why so would if, you need it? Why would you know? need a giant I'll, lava lamp? I'll tell you do you have a norm? Okay, do you have a normal size lava lamp? I don't. I need I need more lava lamps in, in my life. I want more lava lamps. Do you, you remember when we were when we rode the Aerosmith roller coaster, rock and roller coaster at Walt Disney World, correct? I do, yes. In that studio, like in the fake studio that they have set up for Aerosmith, there were about thirteen lava lamps. That's awesome. That's the kind of life I want to be living. <laughs> That's crazy. I want to look at every that. corner and there's a lava lamp. That ride is so awesome. Like the setup to it, the, I don't, I don't mind to wait for that ride. They, there's a lot of lot rides at Disney I don't care to wait for. Uh, that's one of them. It was a lot of fun. And then like you get in and then you just take off. It just goes so fast. It's a lot. I love that roller coaster. Yeah, it's like zero to sixty in two point five or something it, like that. It's insane. It's fun. Uh, yeah. I, but and then you you, know, get, you get Steven Tyler counting down. It's like three, two, one. <laughs> oh man, what were we talking about before I started talking about lava lamps? Because I felt like I had a point to make. Oh, uh, Taco Bell Cantina. Yeah. Okay. So like they, it's <clears> almost <throat> like a lava lamp, but it's just liquid. But they're like, you know, fifteen twenty feet tall. They're like five different colors. There's like a. Uh, Baja like, Blast there, color. There's like there's bubbles yellow. in it. Yeah, yeah, it's really neat. So um, it's kind of like the cue, bringing it back to Disney, uh, the the cue to the uh, sca- the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, because there's yes. big old towers of bubbles in there too. Yeah, it's like that. Uh, they sell merch at that Taco Bell Cantina. That's where Dude, I got my Taco Bell hat. I'm gonna buy so much Taco Bell merch. You don't even know. Yeah, uh, it's really neat. Um, so. Man, I'm excited for you to go. Taco Bell Cantina is great. I love Taco Bell. Um, I'm. I did they have any like specialty menu items that were like exclusive, or is it just a normal Taco mm-hmm. Bell? I. I mean, other than the alcohol, no. That's horse and, crap. And you can buy like, I didn't get the alcohol, but I think I I might have paid ten dollars, but it's for like a cup that's like two or three feet tall that people put alcohol in and you mix with the freeze but i just got the freeze and, but i got this cool like plastic like tornado cup oh it's like, like oh it's, yeah, yeah it's like a they call it like a dinosaur bone or whatever yeah they call it i don't know what they call it i'm not familiar okay. with that world but it would i got a cool cup with a lot of baja blast freeze nice i love baja blast they, it's really good um i really liked the um, Starburst Freeze they had not too long ago that had the candied watermelon seeds. Yeah, that was super good. Uh, and the caramel apple ones. It's it's decent. I just it's tried one the, of the caramel, better ones. caramel apple ones. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I like that they have the the beefy crunch burrito back. It is back. I did. Yeah, I did experience that recently. I've had four of them recently. The first time that burrito came out. Um, we we were like at this church thing, right? And mm-hmm. I didn't have that burrito, and I wanted to try it, but Peyton went and got him like an extra burrito, and he was eating it, but he'd already had like three items, and I was like, man, Peyton, I was like, I can't believe you're eating that, you know, that's a lot of food. I don't, know. and I was like trying to reverse psychology him so I could get a hold of that beefy crunchy burrito, and he, you. yeah, he he took three bites out of it, and then I was able to get a hold. That sweet burrito and try it. <laughs> yeah, they're just gnawing on his, the leftovers of his sweet burrito. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Do you know how many times I've talked like Robin or my mom out of food <laughs> just That's so, so awesome. that I can eat it? Yeah. <laughs> That's Man, the swindlers game. So I want to get <laughs> Yeah, if you can just like guilt people out of their food if you can smooth talk somebody out of their snack (laughs) that's real skill oh man (laughs) if you could like fonzie somebody out of their burrito man are you sure you want to take a big juicy bite out of that doritos locos taco Yeah, I was like, man, Peyton, I can't believe you're eating that, dude. That's crazy. Like, and I just said it like one or two times. And then, like, he kind of looks at it. He's like, oh, man, I am really full. <laughs> and then I got to 
try that burrito. So that was a good time. Love the beefy crunch. So there's a Taco Bell right across the street from my domicile. Nice. So I go to Taco Bell a lot because it's cheap and it's easier than cooking. Oh, yeah. Every time I go there, like, I I get way too much food. <laughs> like, yeah. every single time. Like, usually I'll get, like, whatever the $5 box of the month is and then, like, another item. Sure. Which, like, sometimes the $5 box is, like, chock full of yeah, yeah. Like, the, craving, the cravings deal where you get, like, a five-layer burrito and a chalupa and a taco. And, and cinnamon not, twist. And cinnamon twist. But, but I always sub for the nachos. Yeah, those are better. you get the nachos. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and then I always up, up, upsize my drink because a medium is not enough Baja Blast. <clears throat> for, right. Yeah, I feel you. I'm with you, man. I like Taco Bell. I, former Taco Bell alumni. Love that place. Uh, nice. We'll always love that place. It's... The food's great. I can't tell you how many things like so. The Taco Bell company that I worked for, as long as your food cost was good, like you could have food for free. They didn't care. So like if the food cost was good and low for that month, like people could make their own food. So like, what's the lobby craziest closed. thing you've ever made, dude? Yeah, dude. Uh, so the lobby <laughs> closes right at 10 p.m. At the same time we're closing the lobby down, we're we're tearing we're cleaning the line, right? Cause the line has to be cleaned every night. So we go ahead, we pre clean the line. We put the food in there. So like you have leftover food that you drop first thing in the morning. Um, so you put those in their extra bags and you get everything clean. And then we would just make snacks, go out and sit in the lobby, hang out, play cards, you know, talk, whatever. Yeah. And then when you get drive through menus, you go make the food and then you can go sit back down, you know? Uh, so working, working like a, at a fast food restaurant like that is like, uh, like you have like a family dynamic with everybody that works there. Yeah. You always get really close to the people that like you're in the, it's like being in a foxhole with somebody. <laughs> you're in the, you're in the, in the, in the, you know what I mean? There's a, <clears throat> there's two uh sound bites um i we had a manager that worked there his name was jeremy but we never called him jeremy um before i worked there like they made they kind of like you know ribbing or whatever he wore like at the time they still had like the purple button-up manager shirts and he only wore the purple shirts he didn't wear like gray ones or black ones or nothing he only wore the purple ones and um when he would get mad, like, you know, some people get mad, they, you know, they tease him enough and his face turns purple. So they would call him brother Barney. Uh, <laughs> and then eventually that just got shortened to double B. Uh, so, That's so, such a cool nickname. I wish I had an organic nickname like that. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we would call him double B and I miss Jeremy, like, like genuinely, like there's like three or four guys that I genuinely miss like working with because, you know, you work with them every night, you know, closing, and then you build this close relationship. You become really good friends. So there's, like, f like three, four guys that I genuinely wish I could still hang out with because they were just, you know, that time in my life, and they were good friends. But, it, man, I love it. I miss – I do. Like, if like if I, you know, if I had enough money and just, like, didn't have anything to do or whatever with my life, I would just work fast food for fun. I think I would. I would here's, here's our goal. You ready? Let's hear it. We're going to buy a fast food franchise. Nice. <laughs> and then we're going to work it. We're going to buy a chicken guy. and uh... Oh, my God. <laughs> what if we bought a chicken guy? <clears throat> oh, I'm ex Dude, to open a Chick-fil-A, all you have to have is $5,000 and then like a business degree, like a bachelor's degree in business. So like a four-year degree five grand you get put on a list to open up a chick-fil-a i knew a guy that worked at our chick-fil-a who was put on the fast track that did that and uh he owns one now and is an operator i know i know a guy who just got his second restaurant that's crazy man yeah my mom and my sister used to work at a chick-fil-a and their owner just bought one like right down the road so now he owns two and operates two I worked for a guy that operated too, and that man made upwards of seven hundred and fifty grand a year off both those stores. That's so cool, ain't it crazy? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, well, we're thirty minutes in. Yeah, about uh, that time. I've already cussed. 
<laughs> so <laughs> we're way ahead of schedule for this. Absolutely. <laughs> no, we, we we I still want to talk about like what's the craziest thing you've ever made at a Taco Bell. Oh, okay. Uh, real what's quick. your favorite thing, and then what's the nuts like the craziest thing? And I'll tell you because I worked at McDonald's. I'll tell you what I did. So the craziest thing, like I didn't get too crazy, but like, and this is gonna sound like really bland because it's not like crazy, but like you can basically put whatever you want in a burrito, you know. So yeah. like. So for me, like if, you know, if I were to make a burrito myself, you know, I'm not big on the vegetables, but it would basically be a grilled stuffed without the brown beans. So you would get your rice, black beans. Yeah. I would do yes, that's steak. Um, I would always put like the avocado ranch on there just because that's my thing. My favorite condiment. Yeah. What's the other one? The Baja sauce? Baja sauce. Yeah. That, that's the one that's on a, ch- on a chalupa, right? Yeah, chalupas. Well, they don't. I don't think they do them on chalupas anymore, but they do them on the cheese gordita crunches. Yeah, that's the stuff, man. What else do they put that on? Um, that's it. That's all they do it for. Just, oh shoot. So what? Uh, what's the sauce on the um, quesadilla then? That's uh, called the creamy jalapeno sauce. That stuff's good too. Yeah. Uh, but. So that's like the craziest thing. So you can just put like whatever you want on a burrito and just make it. My mm-hmm. favorite thing I ever made though, you get a cheesy gordita crunch, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of shredded cheese, you put nacho cheese on there. Yes. You put a Dorito Locos taco shell in there. Yeah, then, I do that. Yeah, put whatever meat you want. You know, I for me, I really like the chicken in there. I like then the you, chicken a lot. Then you put more nacho cheese and sour cream. And then shredded cheese on top of it, and it sounds insane. Uh, That's but insane. Yeah, it is. But it, you know, that that might be the craziest and my favorite thing. So there's that. So one day we were closing McDonald's, and uh, I made. <clears throat> so that was when they had the Angus. Yeah. They don't have the Angus, or they might have brought it back. I don't know. I haven't been to McDonald's in a while, but um, they had the Angus. So I made a Big Mac with Angus patties. Nice. Yeah, so I took a bun, an Angus bun, then took the middle part of another Angus bun and just made a Big Mac, and it was like probably like a pound and a half. It was huge. That's so cool. But my favorite thing to do was make a regular Big Mac, and then but one of the patties, instead of a beef patty, I would use a McChicken patty. Nice. And then um, basically just put uh, – I would use mac sauce as a dipping sauce for everything, like fries, chicken nuggets, didn't matter. And now I wonder why I'm over 300 pounds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't really get – you don't really experiment at Chick-fil-A because, you like, all their stuff's really There's nothing. Good. There's, there's nothing there's really only to experiment with. One thing I would do it, when you make the – for breakfast, instead of, like, with regular chicken, you put the spicy chicken in there, and then – you yeah. put the spicy dressing in there as well. That way you don't have to like put it on top of your burrito. And then you have this awesome like spicy chicken, spicy sauce burrito. But that's about it. And for breakfast at McDonald's, uh, they had the steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Nice. Now, what I would do, <clears throat> uh, no onions. Okay. And then extra breakfast sauce, no butter. Because if you if you did the extra breakfast sauce, but you also buttered your bagel, your steak would slip out of it. The no onions was just... I would still put onions on it. Ah, dang it, I dropped my steak on the floor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the, the no onions was just so you would get a fresh steak. And then okay. you'd go to the back and have them put sautéed onions on top. <laughs> um, but uh, I would do that. And then I learned like... I used every dipping sauce at my, like, I still do that when I oh, go to McDonald's. To. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, there's just so many options. Like you haven't had like an, like a sausage McMuffin until you've dipped it in hot mustard. It's so good. Nice. Yeah. I can say the same uh, for Chick-fil-A. Like if you like, haven't thought about this yet. Anytime you get fries, always get the avocado lime ranch. Always, always, always do that. It's the I've best. never thought to do that. Yeah, dude. Do that. Do that. Do it now. I'll do it right now. All right. 
Wanna... Well, this has been uh, <laughs> the Kitchen Nice Boys <laughs> podcast. We got a uh, short episode this week. <laughs> uh, I got to go to Chick-fil-A. We're going to go get some fries. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. All right. You ready to talk about Kitchen Nightmares? Let's get into this spooky episode. <laughs> spooky. <laughs> oh, real quick. Can I plug a podcast I've been listening to? Um, Is it on our podcast network? <laughs> no. <laughs> then no. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Um. So I love, uh, like, like I said, scary movies. This isn't really about a scary movie, but um, we're big fans of the band Don't Stop or We'll Die, and love um, it. it's they they that's the band that plays our outro song, but they don't know about it yet. They don't know uh, about it yet. So <laughs> if they want to sue us, don't. Paul Rust is uh, the lead singer of that band. He plays the bass. Um, He's got a podcast that he's doing right now with the guys from the podcast uh, uh, James Bonding, where they talk about James Bond movies. Oh, but this so it's po- um, it's uh, Matt Myra and the other guy, and Matt Gorley. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, so this podcast is called "In Voorhees We Trust" with Gorley and Rust, and they go <laughs> over um, the. Friday the 13th movies. They talk about why they love them and they talk about like they break down each episode, give kill counts and it's really funny. It's like if you like movies and if you love to hear like just two guys talking about something they're really passionate about, listen to this podcast. The first episode is for free on iTunes and then you have to have Stitcher Premium, but they give you a 1 month free code so you for um if you like subscribe through there if you use their code so you can get 1 month for free and then you can start listening to their podcast. Uh, and it's really, really great if you like that stuff. So check that out. That sounds really out. cool. Yeah. I will check neat. that out. Yeah. Cool. Um, I had Stitcher for a while and then I just didn't use it anymore. Yeah. And so I got rid of it. But I'll, if there's like more content, they're like putting more and more stuff on Stitcher like all the time. Yeah. So it might be a good idea. And like once we're on Stitcher and we're doing our second Popcacks and whatever that may be, uh, might be just like exactly two boys talking might be a scooby-doo recap podcast oh no <laughs> let's get into this we got uh i don't want to try to go over an hour this time let's get into uh this episode so we're back in new york uh talking about uh kitchen nightmares with restaurant mustache is what it's called uh <laughs> it's no it's it's really called handlebar is the name of it restaurant um, mustache <laughs> this is the mustache this is the handlebar uh and it's the thing about this restaurant is that it's not really a restaurant. It's primarily a bar that also serves food. Um, for the <laughs> basically. I was trying to fart into the microphone and it didn't work. Well, dang it. Um, I know I'm pissed off. Let's give our cast real quick. We got Billy and Carolyn. They're the owners. Mary <laughs> Jane is a server. Beth's a server. Melissa's a chef, and Amanda's a server. That's pretty much it. Billy and uh, Billy and Karen uh, basically have the same haircut. that's what you're gonna tell me earlier yeah yeah they 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 do have the same haircut oh my gosh oh wow um so the weird thing about the handlebar is that this menu hasn't changed in the 20 years that this restaurant's been open but Um, billy and carolyn have only karen carabell care bear barely and caribbean caribbean have only owned it for a year yeah (laughs) <laughs> they only owned it for a year. Um, Melissa, who's the head chef, tells us multiple times before the episode she starts. She doesn't want to be a chef. Yeah, she doesn't want to be a chef, doesn't want to do that. Um, the next important thing that happens is that our dad, Gordon Ramsay, gets lost on his way to the restaurant. Uh, he doesn't know where to go. And to be fair, he, his GPS tells him to go west, and he comes to a fork in the road, and both the signs say west. <laughs> Like to the right is west and to the left is west, so he doesn't know where to go and he has to call a restaurant. Here's um, the thing, though. Yeah. If you look at his GPS, it's pointing towards the right. So he was being a little dramatic. Well, this show's. Uh, well, I think you could just use that to describe this show. It's just a little dramatic, just every aspect. Yeah, it's a little too dramatic. It's like, how do we stretch this out and make it uh, more dramatic than it actually is? <laughs> and then he walks also, up. Go ahead. 
the agent of Satan, our dad, Gordon Ramsay, mm. got a haircut. Yeah. This is, I, this is technically season two. Yeah, tech, I guess. I don't know. Hulu says it's season one, but I don't know. But all the websites say it's season two. Yeah. So he. Gets, oh, also, uh, we skipped episode 11. Right, um, because it's because a recap Because it was a recap episode. episode, and why would we recap a recap episode? That's <laughs> yeah. stupid. Welcome to the uh, <laughs> Kitchen Nights, boys. A Kitchen Nightmares recap of the Kitchen Nightmares recap episode. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> you say episode twice at the end. <laughs> uh, recap, recap, episode, episode. He gets there. He finds a restaurant. He steps outside. He's like, we're in Mount Sinai. He says, it sounds like cyanide. Cyanide. <laughs> I hope it doesn't taste like it. And then he, I don't know why that was Jason Statham there. Uh, but then he walks into the restaurant. Uh, Gordon Ramsay is the Jason Statham of the restaurant world. Is that a? Fa- oh my God, he <laughs> is. Is that a fair assumption to make? <laughs> I think so. Well, first he goes in. <clears throat> he he walks into the restaurant, and then there's a horny waitress waiting for him. Like, oh, he's so hot. I, I want to kiss his old this. mouth. Yeah. I want to just touch his abs that look like he's smuggling potatoes under his skin. She says it ten times. She's like, for an old guy, Gordon's really hot. Like he's really hot. Like, <laughs> like for like, he's super hot for like an old guy. Like, have you ever seen like an old dude that's like really hot? That's what Gordon is. He's like really hot for an old guy. It's really hot. Like old an old guy. guy that's really hot. She says that verbatim like ten times. It's uh, <laughs> uh, so they verbatim. I hardly know him, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I okay. I don't. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. We should end the podcast. Yeah, let's go okay. ahead. <laughs> yeah, um, let's this is the last done. episode. Yeah, we're and this is for real this time. We're really done. Um, bye. <laughs> Are they gone? I think we chased them off. Nice. <laughs> you guys suck. Uh, so uh, they sit him I'm down. I'm really glad we waited four episodes to redo that bit. <laughs> 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 is it getting old yet? I don't care. Um, um, I think uh, what's getting old is how much we talk about, like how how self aware we are about cussing. Yeah, I feel like no other podcast is as self aware about cussing <laughs> as we are. We are at the same time apologetic and on a, and unapologetic for the bad words. <laughs> I I I left a a, a a mild cuss in the last episode. You left so. two cusses in there, and it wasn't bad. Hell and ass. And I heard some, I, uh, someone mentioned to me, they're like, man, Shane cussed a lot in that episode. I was like, yeah, but he also bleeped out a lot of cusses. So that's what's more important. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Who told you that I cussed a lot? I'll tell you afterwards. Um, soup Ooh, of the di- secret. You don't get to know <laughs> that. So they sit down. Uh, <laughs> they sit him down. He orders the soup of the day, which is clam chowder. And I'm almost positive it's canned. Like, I'm almost pretty sure it it's looked canned. canned. It, it it looked canned and watered down. Yeah, but he likes it. He actually he said it was goes seasoned well. Said it was he goes, tasty. He goes to the Billy Goat and says, "Hey man, I really like this." Uh, Billy, will you tell the chef that I want to kiss her right in her lip, and uh, tell her how good of a dang job she did on this soup? Because usually when I get the soup of the day, it's more like the poop of the day, and I'm dumb. really happy that it's not the poop of the day today. He also orders a seafood crate. Uh, he says that the scallops are firm, the shrimp is wiry, and the crab is plastic. So Should be called the seafood crap, is what he said. He also did say that. And then he orders like the most disgusting thing I think any of these restaurants have to offer is the filet mignon fondue. Filet mignon fondue is um, it's really gross. Have you ever went to eat at a fondue place? I have. There's I, a place uh, called the Melting Pot over here that I've been to. Yeah, that's a chain. There's a pl- there's a Melting Pot in Knoxville, and um, it's it's pretty good. It's very expensive, but uh, in my you know um, experience at the Melting Pot, that you don't cook the meat at the table. At least I didn't. They cooked my meat for me, and then we just dipped it in cheese at the table. Like we had pretzels, and we dipped it in different kinds of cheese. He cook he deep fried his steak at the table, and that's like a gross thing to do with steak. Absolutely, you don't want to deep uh, Chislick. <laughs> uh, Chislick, yeah. Uh, and then Gordon's like, he said it was a rancid, pointless, tasteless joke. And he said, "Why deep fry one of the country's best steaks?" And I gotta, I gotta agree. 
Yeah, I think I'm going to agree with Gordon on this one too. Um, I uh, I love fondue though. Yeah, like I love fondue. Like, I think like if I grew up in the '70s, if I was like a 40 year old in the '70s, yeah, I would have like, I would have like killed it. I would have had fondue parties like every other day. That's amazing. Carolyn is very dramatic in this episode. She says, uh, "Oh, I said it's a disaster. Oh no. Oh God. Oh Gordon." The the girl cries. She cries so much in oh, this episode. It's a it's a disaster. I don't know what to do. Oh Gordon. Oh Billy. It's a disaster. Uh, she says that. I like, like your haircut. I love your haircut, <laughs> Billy. Oh God. Oh, they did my. It's my haircut. They messed up my bangs. Oh, it's a disaster. Oh, I don't know what to think. Oh, Billy. Then Helen Hunt walks in looking for the disaster, chasing a tornado. Weird episode. <laughs> and the late, great uh, Bill Paxton is in there, and he picks up the sand, and he runs it through his fingies, and then he says, ooh, it looks like a twister's coming. Yeah, yeah, baby. Got to figure out this twister movie. And then they take off. Uh, Gordon says the decoration is ghastly, and I, I thought that fit in well with our spooky episode. gotta have my pops (laughs) (laughs) Um, Melissa says the food is crap I agree Uh, then Gordon goes to Billy says the food's bad Bill Um, they sit down at the table Bill's like nah and then Gordon's like nah it is though it is. I don't know. And uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, and this is where Melissa reveals like she doesn't want to be a chef to Billy and Carolyn. And then like, but this whole time, Billy and Carolyn have been saying Melissa's a great chef. She does a great job. She's so creative. She's so passionate. Yeah. She's like, I'm not. I don't have any passion for this. I don't want to do this. I hate this. Um, <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> don't make me anymore. Um, <clears throat> I guess uh, that's it for that one, huh? All right. So, um he looks into the kitchen and he does the thing where he goes in and he sees if things are yucky. Turns out things are yucky and things have been yucky since uh the place opened. Real yucky. They had a dinner service the next night. An hour into the dinner, they run out of vegetables and they start serving r- radishes. I've never s- seen a radish also never ate a radish. I know it's a Pokemon, but I've never ate the food. A radish is a Pokemon. Um, so is a... I can't think of a good joke. Well, on. well, what that was going to lead me to ask, I, the radish, I wonder how many Pokemons I have ate. If I haven't ate a, a radish... Are there Pokemons out there that I have accidentally ingested and not been aware of? Like how they say that statistic that you eat like 10 bugs a year or whatever in your sleep. Yeah, what if like a Butterfree just flew into my mouth and I ate it and I didn't know? Or or a Ratatat. Yeah, or uh, what's like a really creepy, like a Scyther, the ones that got the giant blade arms. What if I accidentally ate one of those? One time I accidentally uh, swallowed a Charizard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the giant dragon Pokemon that, that breathes gas. fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Charizard, I barely knew her. Got him. Blah, blah, blah. Woo! So then Gordon tells him again his food is bad. And here's where these ding-dongs do this dumb opinion thing they do every episode. Well, that's just your opinion that's bad. I was listening to a podcast this week about flat earthers, and sorry if we have any... <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry if we have any flat earth fans out there. I'm about to dunk on you real hard. Uh, Wait, that was the coolest thing you've ever said. Why? <laughs> just like... Yeah, I was listening to a podcast about flat earthers. <laughs> That's just a cool thing to say. I guess. Uh, so there's a quote, which this is how people describe like how a flat earther believes and argues. So a, a person that believes in flat earth will get out of their blue car, and you will walk up to them and say, hey, your car's blue. And then they will say, no, it's not. It's any other color but blue. Uh, and that's how <laughs> flat earthers believe, and that's how flat earthers argue. They have no 
real like um, evidence to back up why they believe what they believe. They just do. So what you're saying is that these restaurant owners are also flat earthers. <laughs> the entire every restaurant owner uh, he he deals with is a flat earther. Yes, I guess that's the conclusion. So making. is AJ Styles. AJ Styles is it? <laughs> well, here's the thing. My favorite interview is where Daniel says Daniel Bryan says like uh. Oh, uh, you know, you believe the Earth's flat, and then he's like, AJ's like, now he's just like a dumb redneck. He's like, now hang on. He's like, I'm just saying, <laughs> some of it's pretty convincing. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, oh man. Um, AJ Styles has a ro- a lot of great sound bites. Yeah. One of my friends, Delaney, uh, used to go to a high school, and she used to go. She's from where AJ Styles is from. And he used to come to their high school like all the time. And uh, he just says the dumbest stuff. And he's a real big boy redneck. So That's awesome. I I know. I just want, I want like AJ Styles to do like a series of bedtime stories. <laughs> where he's just like, hickory dickory doc. The mouse jumped off the clock. The I gay wanna, community. I want to hear AJ Styles just uh Make up stories. I don't want it to be ones that exist. I just wanted to see just how dumb they can get, just like off the. Top Have you of ever seen brain. his uh, his YouTube show on Up Up Down Down, where he goes and he shops for really expensive vintage video games? No, I have to watch it. It's really cool. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of fun. Uh, he he just bought a Vectrex. I don't know what that is. A Vectrex is a, a like a desktop vector arcade system. Wow, it's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, that's. I'm just saying that these people argue like flat earthers. They have no evidence to back up what they're saying. They just talk out of their butts. Like, here's well, the thing. That's your. Opinion. They always say no. <laughs> they always say nobody. Nobody complains about their food. Yet their dining rooms are always empty. Yeah. So nobody's saying it to your face, but like the fact that there's nobody in your dining room, it should be evidence enough that your food sucks dinks. Yeah. Duh. Uh, day three, they do the kitchen inspection. Natch, the place is just disgusting. It's real bad. It's real gross. Oh, the bottom of the the fridge. Yeah. With all that gunk on the yeah yeah. On the walls, there's just grime, grease, just buildup of years of literally not cleaning. Uh, like, this place has been open for twenty years and it probably was never cleaned. Yeah, he says, uh, "When has the kitchen been cleaned?" And they're like, "It was cleaned the other day." Like, no, it wasn't. It hasn't been cleaned in years. Yes, it has. No, it hasn't. The same crap. Uh, Obviously, it hasn't. Billy is like, he's so mopey. Like, I can't handle just like how like 13-year-old cha- emo teen he, chain he is. Smokes like, he chain smokes like a chimney, and he's <sighs> just crying into his cigarettes. <sighs> you can't see this right now, but Austin's doing his best impression of an emo. He looks really sad. He looks like he's uh, listening to uh, My Chemical Romance as we speak. You're just going to drag me all through the mud again. I don't want to listen to it. Cut my life into pieces. This is my <laughs> last resort. <laughs> I'm not all right, I promise. Um, <laughs> he's so mopey. Everybody's it's not a phase, Mom. <laughs> everybody's cleaning. Philly's just sitting there. Gordon tries to see what's... Flat ironing his hair. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! Did you ever do that? He, no, he just got done putting his corpse paint on. He's real upset. <laughs> <laughs> you never flat ironed your hair. No, sir. Your face? No. I wish I could say the same. <laughs> I just kept. I mean, mine was real long. I brushed it a lot, but I never like put any product in it or I. You know, I, I had a sister, mm. and she had all kinds of cool hair crap, and I would just steal her hair crap, and make me look. Uh, uh, all the all of the pictures have been deleted. You cannot find them anywhere. Um, I did that on purpose. Uh, I have them, but you'll never see them. Correct. So Gordon tries to see what's wrong with Billy. Billy's moping, being a ding dong. Uh, but like Billy's like, yeah, you're gonna drag me through the mud again. You're just gonna tell like he wants a pat on the back for doing a crappy job. And Gordon, you know, Gordon's main goal is to like. Make people realize what's going on in their restaurant, whether it's cleanliness, whether it's the food, whatever. That's one of his goals. And it's to get them to care about what they're doing. 
but these people don't like being confronted about it. And it's like, why did you call Gordon if you didn't want to be confronted about it? Uh, you know, you have to be aware. And Gordon. The show is called <laughs> Nightmare. Kitchen Nightmares, not Kitchen. This, uh, things are going pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like the last episode with Michelle, he's like, I want your help, but I don't want you to be mean to me. Uh, so it's just like. It's like you can't have both. Yeah. You know, Gordon has. You think to, that you're French. Yeah, Gordon doesn't do what he does with care. It has to be done. So they argue some more, and Billy gets upset, and he leaves. Uh, he, he goes outside. Gordon tries to get the wait staff to talk to him. Mary Jane goes outside, and she's talking to him. I don't know if you caught this. And then she just hawks a loogie on screen. She just turns and, like, does this big nasty spit. Just, like, they get it on camera and everything. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so nuts. Uh, Big nasty spit is my saliva cover, baby. <laughs> That's such a good one. Uh, so they leave, or he finally leaves. Carolyn comes in, his wife, and she tries to talk to Gordon. And Gordon's whatever for whatever reason nicer to the women because you know he's a player, player. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he says he'll help her, whatever. Uh, so they put a special of like fried clams on the menu and then they do homemade potato chips at night. Um, dinner's going good. Then Billy comes back and you know, all this drama comes back up again because Billy's all and dinner service starts getting crazy. And so Billy and Gordon are standing outside the window like uh, like Tim Taylor's neighbor, Wilson. Yeah. Looking over the fence to give each other advice. And um uh, he's like, I guess you do have good ideas. Yeah. I'm I, sorry, Gordon. I guess and then, I'll listen. <laughs> and then Sixpence None the Richer starts playing. It's like, kiss me under the milky twilight. And then there's a 35-second makeout scene between Gordon and Mustache. Well, before that happens, like, Billy goes into the bathroom and he washes the black dye out of his hair. And he starts wiping off his corpse paint. And he gets all the nails. It looks like a Neutrogena commi- uh, commercial, you know, where they like slow motion splash like way too much water in their face, just with like reckless abandon and no care for their environment. And you know that like the entire floor is just covered in wet. Well, that's what he does. So, uh, so they get back in there. I guess the night kind of turns around. Whatever. It's relaunch night. Um, they make handlebar a biker bar because that's what it is, and that's what it always should have been, dummies. They make it a gastropub. What it, which, from all I can tell, is just a restaurant. It's just... <laughs> and they never really explain what it is. Yeah. They're like, I don't know what a gastropub is. Me neither. Gordon's like, well, we offer food. <laughs> we offer <laughs> a family it. environment, a place where everyone can come and be, and I'm like... Okay, so a restaurant. That's so a restaurant. <laughs> this is the best I can tell. The first gastropub in the area. So They're 25 in Manhattan at this point. Yeah. Gordon makes a biker gang, uh, and they ride bikes through town, and D. Snyder from Twisted Sister throws up, shows up. Here's the thing. Uh, that sounds like a bit we're making up, but no. it really happened. No, D. Snyder shows up from Twisted Sister. We're not going to take it. Uh, all that trash. He shows up. Uh, talk about corpse paint. Those guys were painted up crazy. D. Snyder was anyway. Did you ever see yeah. that movie from the '90s where he played like a predator, like a you know, like a sexual predator? You ever see that movie? Yes, I have seen that movie. It's wild. Um, it's nuts. So, uh, menu overhaul. They, it's just like bar food, steak, burgers, they sausage. Don't really talk about no. <laughs> like what they have. Yeah. Um, so here, you see a bunch of stuff on the plate and like. Perfectly yeah. cooked bacon and stuff. So here's my favorite part of this episode. And I didn't catch it the first time I watched this episode. And Shane didn't catch it this time, which makes me so happy. So there's a special guest in this episode. That's Dee Snyder. There's a secret guest that shows up to this restaurant. He walks through the front door. It doesn't say who he is. And you see him in other scenes. But I swear to Christ, this is this is true. I'm watching, <laughs> I'm watching this episode, and I'm like, all right, menu overhaul. This man walks to the door, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's Mick Foley. Mick Foley is – No way. I promise you, he's in this episode, dude. Here's he, the thing, though. Yeah. He's, he's from that area. Yeah. He walks in. Uh, he sits down at the table with D. Snyder. You see him in other uh, scenes at the table. I got a picture just so I can show it to you. Um, 
it's not a great one. Let's see if we can. But they don't announce him. It's Mick Foley. Yeah, he's like dude. uncredited. <laughs> he's. Uh, I, I, they don't announce him like in the show. He might be credited in the uh, credits. I'm not sure. But Mick Foley does show up to this restaurant. That's so man. awesome. Yeah, it's like the cool. Like God, that's so cool. This is our episode. <laughs> This is the one they made this for us. <laughs> the hardcore legend himself, Cactus Jack, mankind, dude, love Mick Foley. I was like watching the episode. I was like, "What? Why is he here?" <laughs> it was like the coolest thing. I was so happy. Uh, so, but who else is in the crowd that night? Tell me. Ding. <laughs> Ding. It's the Undertaker. Yeah. Why is he there? Well, he's there to he's there to put uh, Mick Foley through the floorboards. Big Foley's just there with his family, trying to enjoy a nice meal. <clears throat> and uh, Taker, I told you this is spooky. One. He comes in <laughs> and he says, "I am the Grim Reaper. I am the one who knocks." <laughs> and uh, he. Hits Mick Foley with a chair and throws him through the floor. And that's the last time we see Mick Foley. That's <laughs> basically the episode ends right there. Man, that was so awesome. No one understood why I was laughing so hard. Uh, there might be <laughs> there might be two people that get it. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to put the actual music in. Yeah, please do that. Wouldn't that be awesome if I just like cut the music in? Uh, so that was amazing. Um, the, so basically the food isn't being cooked all the way. Melissa isn't communicating and she finally communicates and everyone does good. The restaurant's great. Uh, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Cool. Handlebar. Um, go ahead. Thank you for joining us. Handle uh, real quick. Handlebar was sold in 2010, reopened under a different name. Uh, and then really sad. So let's be nice and be kind. We were joking around, uh, but Billy passed away from cancer in 2015. So. That sucks. Yeah. Um, thanks for bringing us down. Yeah, no problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anytime. <laughs> Happy to do it. <laughs> uh, do you want to read a f***ing review? God. <laughs> Those are bad ones. <laughs> I know. You'll yeah. never know what I said. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, let me look one up. We got a new one. Oh, did we? Yeah. Other than Feel Like a George? Yeah. Right on right below Feel Like a George. Read it. Alright, give me just a second. I haven't seen this. This is nice. Yeah, this one <laughs> was from yes yeah. Holy cow. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Great, great, great. Um I can't see the entire uh uh hit the view more. I did hit view more, but I'm not seeing the entire title. You know what I'm saying? Um this is someone that said... Oh, yeah, that's true. This one said they enjoyed the VFD reference. Um, this is from Fart Knocker number one. <laughs> Our biggest fan. Uh, <laughs> the number one Fart Knocker. <laughs> you never know where the conversation is going, but neither do they. And that's what makes this Pobcack so good. <laughs> from discussing fascinating details about the classic television show Scoobert Doober and Pals to intent... <laughs> To intense analytical wrestling conversations, to revisiting the trials and tribulations of Henry Potter and his magical journey that all started with Glenn telling him, you're a blizzard, Henry. <laughs> These guys <laughs> have it all. <clears throat> and sometimes they even talk about kitchen nightmares a little bit and make the episode sound hilarious. And even better, uh, they were on their own. Highly recommend if you need a good giggle. Ah, oh, thanks, Fart Knocker number one. Thank you, Fart Knocker number one. I know who you are. I don't, and I appreciate it. That's so awesome. Uh, thank yeah. you. I'll That's say this. That's probably the best one we've gotten so far. Everybody got to top it. I, I'll say this. 
I had a fan contact me about something to you, and I can't tell you what it is. It's a secret. Oh, no. I really can't tell you. Okay, anyway, so cool. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Austin Does Jokes. And follow me at uh, Shane is Rad on all forms of social media. Sorry about the big nasty cuss. Um, this is the uh, closest uh, to the episode coming out that we've recorded yeah. so far. <laughs> we are recording this on Monday. It comes out on Wednesday. I got a long night ahead of me of editing because uh, I did a lot of cusses and I'm going to put the Undertaker music in. So get ready for that. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Kitchen Nice Boys. Follow Stinkweed at Hey Stinkweed. At hey Stinkweed on Twitter. I don't know how this happened. Stinkweed started a Twitter. Uh, j- <laughs> just kidding. We talked about it last week. Uh, but follow Stinkweed. Follow us. Uh, write us an email at Kitchen Nice Boys at Gmail. Check us out on Facebook at Kitchen Nice Boys to keep up with all our stuff. Um, Stinkweed talks about the things that he hates yeah that's exclusive stink queens twitter just talking about he hates lots of things um cool anything else we got going oh be ready for our very uh special halloween episode coming out just get excited for that yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun um sorry about the big nasty cuss in episode two bye bye